Our first speaker for this conference is Shay Bynes, and um, she was a direct answer to prayer. You know, um, in the intro, I talked a little bit about how the Lord brought people uh, to this conference who answered prayers that I've been praying for over two years, and Shay is one of those people. And so I thought, man, I'm starting off the, off the conference with her because she was a direct answer to prayer in my own life, and I know that what she has to share um, will be so helpful for you guys. Um, you know, some of the specific things uh, that I had been asking for over the past couple years is intimacy with the Lord and to know what faith actually looks like in real life. You know, um, I have believed that the Bible is true my whole life. You know, um, I've been taught from the Word of God my whole life and I don't remember a time where I did not believe that it was true. But um, over the past couple of years, I've realized that there are a lot of things that I, I don't, I don't know, you know, or I know them in my head, but I don't know them in my heart. And so I've been asking the Lord, you know, Lord, show me what it looks like to walk by faith. Lord, show me what it looks like to live in your grace um, and to have your grace transform my life and show me what it looks like to be intimate with you and have intimacy uh, with you and a relationship with you. You know, I feel like in my prayers, I I talk to you. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I try to prioritize reading your word and patterning my life after your word, but I feel like it's a one-way thing um, that it's just me talking at you <laughs> when I pray. Um, me, yeah, like it's not a dynamic thing, you know, it felt like a one-way thing instead of a two-way relationship. Um, you know, it felt like something that I was having to um, believe and say, yes, the Lord listens to my prayers, the Lord answers my prayers, you know, and sometimes I would see that, um, but it was always kind of distant. Like I'd see the answer to a prayer, but you know, it, it didn't impact me as much on a day-to-day, hour-by-hour basis. And so these are things that I had been praying about over the past couple years. And the Lord brought Shay into my life. Um, someone else introduced me, said, hey, you should interview her. And um, so many specific prayers that I have prayed were answered through not just our conversation on this interview, but through her podcast and through... Um, you know, just uh, her books and just getting to know more about her and learning from her. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear her interview and to be able to learn from her. Um, and I know that the Lord has something for each of you in this. Um, so be open to that. Ask the Lord what he wants you to hear, what he wants you to learn. Um, and I'd even encourage you to grab some paper and jot those things that stand out to you. Jot those down. Um, because the Lord speaks through people. Um, yes, he can speak, you know, directly to you. Or he can speak through your thoughts, you know, in your mind. So you hear something and you're like, oh, you know. Um, that, you know, that's interesting. You know, he might speak into you in your mind or through his word. But he also speaks through people. And so um, I know that the Lord... Uh, has something for you in this interview with Shay, and so I'd encourage you, write those things down all throughout this this interview, all throughout this conference, write those things down that he um, highlights to you as you are listening, 
And um, I'm so excited for you to be blessed as I have been blessed. Shay, thank you so much for joining me. Um, first off, I just want a brief 30-second intro to who you are and what you're doing. Sure. I am a daughter of the king. I am a wife of, gosh, 20-something years now, I think, to my high school sweetie. Been together for 25 years. I am a mom to three daughters, ranging from toddler to college age. And I am also the uh, founder and chief fire igniter of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. So basically we help entrepreneurs to experience God's best in business and have a greater kingdom impact in the marketplace. Um, I would love to have you expound on that a little bit. Um, what, what do you feel like the Lord has called you to right now in this season of your life? Yeah, it is inspire, teach, and mentor, right? Um, entrepreneurs in the kingdom to just really, because doing business based off of the kingdom of God type of principles is totally countercultural, right? And so there's so much uh, mindset shifting that has to take place. There's so much heart posture shifting that has to take place to do business differently and to do things really his way. And, uh, and it helps us to experience his best, which is not just best for us, but best for our sphere of influence too, right? So, uh, so that's what I'm doing right now. And so that has a lot of pieces and parts to it. But if I had to summarize it, I'd say I inspire, teach, and mentor entrepreneurs right now. Awesome. Um, now let's back up. I want to yes. hear uh, how, well, just some of your story, how you got into what you're what doing, doing now and the background. So my background is, so I went to school for technology. So I was a computer science major. And when I finished college in 1999, I started a career in technology at, a, uh, at IBM. And I had a career there, a great career there, actually. And um, as I was going up the ranks, there, it became pretty apparent to me that a long-term career there was not going to be my thing. I mean, I was a very achievement-oriented person, right? So, you know, set the goal and go after it, right? And uh, so, but I was looking at the folks who were, you know, vice presidents and, you know, the, all the executives that I just didn't see myself at all. Like, I just saw a lot of brokenness, to be honest. And so I was like, I don't think that this corporate executive path is for me, but I don't know I don't know what is, you know? So I always had business going on on the side. So just something that I'd had interest in and I'd just, you know, be in business on the side. And it was about nine years in, about nine years into that job when I, I just felt the Lord telling me that I was going to be shifting out of my corporate career into full-time entrepreneurship in that next year and a half. And I didn't know how that was going to be the case. You know, you know, that's when you start doing all, counting up all the, counting up all your costs. And you're like, I don't see how this is going to happen, Jesus. But but that was what he had in store. And so even though I had a very long list of things that I felt like needed to be accomplished in order to do the thing I really felt like God put on my heart to do, which was to leave my corporate career, you know, I, I ended up leaving anyway. I had this crazy encounter with God. I, this had never happened to me before. It was in April uh, 2010, and I was at this business conference. And now I'm ironing my clothes, getting ready to go to the last session. And I heard from God like I have never, ever heard from God before. And it was one word and it was go. And it was so like, it was like a reverberating, like I heard it in everything, you know? And I knew that that, I knew what the go was about. And I knew it was meant that I was supposed to go ahead and leave now. And so thankfully my husband had given me his support months earlier. We were just waiting on me. And so the next day I called my boss and I was like, I got to give my 30 days notice. 
And so he said, where are you going? I said, I don't know. He said, to do what? I'm like, I don't know. And sure enough, I left. And funny enough, actually, my last day in my corporate career was May 31st, 2010. And it was the Lord told me that I was going to leave by June of 2010. It was like the last day, of course, you know, the last day before then. And that's when I left. But I had never, like, it was unmistakable, undeniable. I had never heard from God like that before in my life. I actually haven't heard from him in that way since, to be honest. So it was, I, you know, I didn't know why I left or what I was going to be doing, but that was the beginning of the adventure. So what has that looked like? I mean, cause that's stepping out, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> okay, you're going to obey or you're not. And so walking in obedience with that, um, but still a complete walk of faith. Like you have no idea what's coming next. Right. Like, I mean, all I knew like? is what I was doing. So I was like, I, I guess I'm just going to do more of that. Right. And so, you know, I was doing real estate investing at the time and I was helping others who were getting into the business. And so I just, I went into what I call my six months of faithless action taking and just was trying to grind it out. Like, 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 Lord, you got me out here. Now I've got to take care of myself. You know? <laughs> and so I went into this crazy grind for like six months. And, and after like making almost not no progress, but very little considering how much work I was putting in, Lord said to me, are you done yet? And I was like, yeah, I guess I am. You know, why did I leave my job again? You know, it was just, I mean, that's just kind of where I was in my, in my, uh, in my relationship with the Lord at that time. I was the kind of person who was, I have my plans and I say, God, please bless my plans. That's how I was at that time. So it really took, uh, I had some really dramatic like shifts in my life that led me to a, okay, no, I'm living a yielded life. I'm living a yielded life and, and my dreams and God's dreams are in alignment. Right. But that was a process. It really was. I love, I love that you point that out because, um, I think so many of us get stuck in that where it's okay. You know, the, I feel like the Lord wants me to do something or I feel called to something. So I'm going to yes. do it, you know, and yes. he, he told me to do it. So I'm going to do it. And Lord bless what I'm doing. Um, yes. instead of, okay, like you called me to this. So what do you want it to look right. like? Right. You've got the ideas here. So, right. Like well, if you call me to it, then, you know, you've got the ideas. And even before I felt called to something, it's like, no, he still had dreams and plans and things like that. I just had my own, you know, but it wasn't, it's, it's just, it just took that growing in intimacy with him to be able to get to the point where it was like, okay, I can, I can shift the way I do my life now, you know, this life, I do life differently. I do, I do marriage and parenting and, you know, being a, being a CEO and, you know, all of, I do all of those things differently now because of a foundation of intimacy with him. It just completely erratically changed my life. It really did. Can you talk about some of the process, um, of that transition? Like how, yes. did, how did you go from, <laughs> okay, here's, here's what I'm doing to, all right, yeah. no, this is yours, Lord. I would happily share with you that adventure because I really was a meticulous planner. Okay. So I had this encounter with God in 2012. This was before I started Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, just a few months before starting Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. And I was at this women's conference. And at this time in my life, I really, I just really had a hunger for more of God in my life. I just didn't know what it looked, what that looked like, you know? And I'm at this women's conference and the pastor on the last night of the conference was talking about how, um, God gives us eyes to see things the way he sees them and he gives us ears to hear so you can hear his voice, all of that. And so she asked us all to sit down and she said, close your eyes and I'm going to pray over you guys. And so she prayed over us and she was just praying, you know, Lord, give them, you know, eyes to see and ears to hear all that stuff. And so she goes, now, if, if God showed you something, you know, I want you to stand up. 
and and I didn't see anything. She said, okay, if, so if you heard something, you know, I want you to stand up. So I'm sitting here like these women are standing up in the room and I'm like, like, what am I, chopped liver? Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not hearing or seeing anything. And so, you know, after that, she shared her final words. We're all standing up now. We're getting towards the end. And I don't remember what she was sharing at the time, but I fell on the floor, like out of nowhere. Like nobody touched me. I just fall on the floor. And my nose is on my girlfriend's shoe, like no total face plan. And so I'm trying to get up off the floor and I can't move an inch. It was like there was an angel on my back or something. I could not move. And so I kept trying to move. I was all paranoid, couldn't move. And I was like, okay, Lord, I knew this was God. And I was like, okay, God, like clearly I can't move. Like, what is it? And when I said, what is it? I had an open vision for the first time in my life. And I was a child on a playground and we were playing the trust fall game, you know, where you fall back uh, and just trust the person behind you is going to catch you. But what happened was I, at the last second, put my arm back to brace myself for a fall. And I heard a voice say, that's what you do to me. And I was like stunned, you know? And he said, you want to know why you do that? And I was like, yeah, I do. And he said, because you have absolutely no idea how much I love you. And so after he says that, I'm able to get up off this floor. And I had just, after that experience at this conference, I had even the next day and for the next two weeks, I just had one encounter with God after the other. And he kept like, it was almost like a bombardment of his love. He was just like, you see how much I love you. It was just like, he would, it was like, it was relentless, you know, for two weeks. And I really got a revelation of his heart for me, you know? And that's what changed everything because when I really realized like what the father's love looked like for me, like for real, not here, but like I, like I knew, I knew it, you know, in my heart, it changed everything because that's when I realized, wow, I can trust you way more than I thought I could. Mm -hmm. That was that for me, that shifted everything that shifted everything. Cause once I know that I can trust you, okay. And now that I know I can trust you for real, I can trust you with my life, not just lip service, but like, no, for real, because I really do understand your love for me. I, I at that point, it was like, as he was leading, I was going, I just, I was just, was, I was just a lot more fearless at that point. And it's, and, and he has tested me in a lot of ways to do some real crazy stuff that doesn't make any sense at all. But, but it, I can always go back to just that encounter of just knowing I, I know that I am loved. Right. And it sounds it might even sound cheesy or it might sound simple, but it wasn't simple. It was like a profound shift in my life that changed everything. Mm -hmm. So after that, then what would happen is I'd start with small steps though. It's not like, okay, I'm going to go leap off a cliff. You know, <laughs> you know, it wasn't like that. Right. It would be, if I feel like the Lord put something on my heart, it was just like, I would just take a small step. I would start moving in that direction. I'd start to, you know, exploring it right and then as God would confirm things I'd feel a lot more confident and then I would go right I had to take baby steps it's like I was I was saved at like age eight but it was almost like I was starting fresh again and I was learning what it's like to walk with him right and then after I learned how to walk with him and how to like hear his voice and how to make shifts and you know it's like I'm head of my path but oh I'm feeling a redirection here once I was like exercising that for a while then it was like at that point, there was such an intimacy with him that then he said to me, now, I want you to dream. Like, you haven't dreamed for a really long time. That's what he said to me. You haven't dreamed for years now. Because at this point, I, I was just in the rhythm of the Lord said it. I'm going to go do it. Okay, he gave it a direction. I'm going to go do it. And I was just in that phase. He stopped talking. He stopped giving me so many directions. And I'm like, what happened? I thought we had a good thing going here. What's going on? He says, no, I want you to dream now. He's like, because now you have my heart. So dream, like, let's go do this. And so these were like, these were some of the stages, but it was like starting all over again with him. But it was the most beautiful 
exciting adventure. I'm still on the most beautiful, exciting adventure. I pray that I, it will be an exciting, beautiful adventure for the rest of my life, right? But those were like some of the shifts that were so dramatic in my heart that it changed, it just changed the trajectory of my life. It really did. That's awesome. Um, I, the verse, uh, I think it's in first John. I don't know if it's maybe four, but, uh, John says we have come to know and believe the love that God, or we have come to know and have believed the love that God has for us. Yes. Um, and that just like where it's okay, well, this is something we have believed, but to know it also know like those, it. those two things. Yeah. It, it's, it's different. It's different. Like I said, I, I've, you know, I was raised in church, you know, the whole, the whole nine. It's just, it is, it is really different. And as a mentor now, I can see how this is not my isolated journey. Like I can see that, that, that entrepreneurs that I, that I'm helping that a lot of them, it take, it's, it, there's not a revelation of his love for real. There's still, it's still kind of caught up in like the, re, the religion of the whole thing or, or feeling like, oh, you know, he said, so I have to do it. Or, you know, it's just kind of this kind of weird kind of relationship and it's and it all stems from just really just not having a relationship uh, having a revelation of his love like of who he is as father right and so I see it all the time so it's not I know it was not an isolated journey for me but I'm so grateful that I could express my story because a lot of times when I share that story like I I was sharing this story the other day um speaking in front of these folks and there was like tears because they were they told me afterwards like I, I know you because that was, that's me, you know, like that's me. And the fact that he showed you like that, that spoke to me too. Right. And so I'm so grateful for that. It's like, I hope I never get tired of telling that story because every time I tell it, it's like, it gives a picture to somebody of, oh, wow. Even though it was my encounter, it speaks, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, <laughs> the body of Christ, you know, the Lord yeah. giving you something and then, hey, like use this for other people yeah. too. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's what changed everything. But it did take practice of actually then walking it out, right? I mean, it's, it's yes, there was what happened in my heart, but then I had to walk that out. So it's like, okay, so what is, there's a, the evidence of my faith is in, is in my action, right? And so that's, that's, that's what's giving that's what's showing that I have the faith is my action. And so I'm saying, okay, I'm feeling this. So I'm going to take this step. This is a little bit unusual. I'm not sure how this is going to work out, but I'm going to do it anyway. And just doing those types of things. And that's what, that's what helped me move from like, I have to have all of my plans and my backup plans for my backup plans and, you know, and all of that stuff to just like, no, I can flow a little bit here. But what's happened though, I'll tell you, Steph, is that after years of kind of walking that out, then he, after it was like, now, now dream and all of that. After that, it was like, now I put that on the inside of you. The fact that you're a meticulous planner, the fact that you're an analytical thinker and all of those things, those are good things, but now you can use them and they're submitted to me. Right. And so that, 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 that's what changes it. So it's like all the things he puts, it's like, there's nothing wrong with those things. It's just like, are those things yielded to him? Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> if they're not yielded to him, then okay. That's just you doing things. It's in just your you life. doing your own thing, you know? doing your thing. And that's what I was doing. I was doing my thing. I wasn't doing anything wrong, but I was doing, I was just doing my thing, you know, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. staying out of trouble, but I was just doing my thing. So how have you seen the Lord use some of those gifts in impacting others now? Man, this, uh, we've been doing kingdom driven entrepreneur for a little over seven years now. And it astounds me to see just how God moves through the lives and the businesses and the families of of people just through like simple things. I mean, from us doing simple podcasts when I, you know, we've got podcasts and 
I get emails every day from people who are listening to a podcast and it shifted something for them or people in our mentoring programs and, and we're seeing families restored. We're seeing relationships, you know, restored in areas. They came in thinking this is all about me and growing my business. And then they come in and they're getting like, there's physical healing happening. There's family healing happening. There's business growth. There's new businesses. There's all kinds of things going on. Right. And I just thank God for that. I mean, I, I can't imagine doing life any other way. You know, I, I really can't. It's like when he puts a dream on your heart, when your dreams and his dreams are aligned, it's like there is literally nothing impossible. So it's been so cool to see um, how I didn't have to walk into this as an expert. Oh, let me, the expert, share with you, you know, what it means to be a kingdom-driven entrepreneur. No, I wasn't a kingdom-driven entrepreneur. The day that he's, the day of the assignment, I wasn't even a kingdom-driven entrepreneur. Real talk. It, then it was like six months after that, that we launched. And in that six months, it was like with, with the walking this thing out for six months, shifting from I'm a Christian who happens to own a business to I'm a kingdom driven entrepreneur. Now start, go talk. Now go start talking about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. No expert, no 10,000 hours of expertise. No, you know, no, it was always a mentoring thing from day one. This whole movement has been a yielded thing from day one. And I think that's powerful. Like God, God will take the, you know, it's, they say it's this cliche to say, well, God takes the, you know, calls the unqualified or qualifies the call and all that stuff. But it's like, no, legit. I mean, cause that's how he gets the glory. When you take the person that you're like, yeah, that, yeah, that's unusual. I, I wouldn't have seen that coming necessarily. Right. But yet still be able to walk that out. You know, it's so, it's been great. And I think that there's a lot of freedom for people for, you know, over these years to be able to just share as I go, share what I've learned. And knowing that that's okay, because there's a lot of people who that's a helpful to, you know, there's people who have been in business for 30, 40, 30 and 40 years doing business a certain way. And now we're having shifts now, right? And they're way older than I am, right? But yet they're benefiting too, right? And so to me, it's just, I, I, I stay pretty much in a, in a state of awe most of the time. <laughs> yeah, that's look, Lord, look what you're doing. Look what you're doing. That's amazing. You know, I mean, that's that's pretty much where I'm living right now, and so uh, I'm really grateful. So I've uh, I know some of the business world. I mean, I've kind of been learning some the past couple years, uh, but I would love to hear you talk about how drastically this way of uh, doing this way of doing business, how it's drastically different from what the world teaches. Yeah. So I mean. There's a, in a lot of different ways. So let me actually re- break down kingdom-driven entrepreneur right quick, right? So when we're talking about kingdom, we're talking about the kingdom of God, right? His way of doing things, his way of being, his rule, that's it, right? Kingdom of God. And so if we're talking about being driven, you're talking about, okay, well, what are you motivated and propelled by? So basically, if you're a kingdom-driven entrepreneur, you're saying that, okay, that means that what I'm, my entrepreneurial endeavors, you know, my business, it is motivated by and is propelled forward by by the kingdom of God, right? And seeking God is Matthew 6.33, right? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added, right? So when you look at how you learn things in the business world, it's very competition driven, right? So it's very, very competitive. Uh, it's looking at It's looking at money first, right? So basically because it's looking for dollars first, that means that there's a lot of things that people are willing to do to ensure that the dollar's placed first. It leads to a lot of really kind of crazy decisions. And also the culture of business in the world is one of hustle and grind. I mean, that's the badge of honor. Like, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grind hard. I'm gonna hustle this thing out, you know? Um, that lifestyle of just putting everything into the business, you know, that's, that, that's a culture. Even when you think of the way Jesus, when you talk about how Jesus deals with people, 
Oh my gosh. If you just hang out in Matthew for a little bit and see what Jesus said about how you deal with people, about how when people, when people um, uh, use you, if someone steals from you, and when, when you just look at just what Jesus says, you're like, man, like who does that, right? I mean, that's the way it's like. Oh, someone like, someone stole something and give them your, give them your tunic too. Like, wait, what? Like, what is this craziness, right? It's like the ways of God, they just look different. It's a countercultural way. So I would say there are probably like a thousand different things that you, that you learn and how to do business that when you say, let me seek first God and his way of doing things, it'll look completely opposite to what you would have read or what you would have seen modeled. Right. And how you do things. Elevations, you know, self-promotion and elevating yourself rather than God promotions, allowing God to open doors and to elevate like all of these things. Right. It's just a completely different culture. Right. And that's just from the and then that's the world's way of doing business. And then there's a lot of people who are believers because they learned it that way. Then they'll say, OK, well, I will do I'll be operating in integrity. So I'm not going to you know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to cheat people. I'm not going to do those things. But then all the other aspects of the world, they're still highly competitive. They're still self-promoting. They're still grinding. There's, so there's still all that other stuff that's still taking place, but in Jesus' name now, right? And so it's like a shift. It's like going from the world's way of doing things to going to not just being like, okay, well, I'm going to toss some Bible up in this thing type of doing business to no, I'm going to do things in the countercultural way of the kingdom of God. It, this thing's got levels. It really does. Um, I, so we've talked a lot about business. I yes. would love also to hear how this transformed your family, your relationships, your parenting, all of that, you know, cause this shift obviously would have, you know, it affects everything. So. Everything. It impacts everything. You know, like I said, I've been married to my high school, sweetie. I think we are celebrating 20 years married this Congrats. year. Thank you very much. And when I think about the shift to just simply, simple, let's, let's hang out at Matthew 6, for a second. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added. Just that one verse alone, but add probably 500 others, right? It was shifted the way I parent, shifts the way that I am a wife, you know, to my husband, instead of, you know, how I respond to a challenge, right? How I respond to my kids when they're cutting the pool. Like, how do I respond to them? How do I, even how do I parent them? How do I steward my parenthood of them, right? How do I help them to steward the gifts that are on the inside of them? You know, how do I, how do I just, how, how do I help them to have a relationship with God for themselves, right? So it's not like when I grew up, I had, I mean, praise, I thank God, I thank God for it, but I had, I like, it's like I knew my parents, Jesus, right? I didn't have a personal relationship. It was just, you know, I knew enough to be, to stay out of trouble and to uh, not want to embarrass my parents. That was pretty much it, right? But for my kids, you know, how do I help my kids cultivate their own relationship with God? So, they, so that what I experienced when I was in my 30s, how do I help them to have that at two and at 11 and at 18? You know what I'm saying? So it has shifted. I mean, it really changed everything. So that whole thing about me not working by God's grace, uh, that means I also parent by God's grace, you know? Um, I, my wife, uh, by God's grace, you know? Uh, so I'm not going to grind in any of it, mentally or physically, right? Um, 
I'm going to seek God first for solutions. I'm seeking God for solutions and not just, you know, coming up with my own stuff and running, running rampant with it or, or making assumptions that just because somebody taught this way or because my parents did something a certain way that that's the way it should be done or, you know, those types of things. So it really does. That's the beauty of the kingdom of God. It has life all the way across your life, you know, application. It really does. Um, did your husband go through anything kind of at the same time as you, you know, what did, what did that look like for you two together? Yeah, that's a good question. So my husband and I, when you think about kind of our spiritual walks and my husband, uh, he didn't exactly grow up in church, but he did have, you know, he developed his own relationship with the Lord. I say probably in his late twenties and, you know, uh, late twenties or so. And so we were both, you know, we were both kind of coming from that perspective, but our growth in the things of God, sometimes came in stages where like Phil would be just growing in leaps and bounds, you know, and then I would be growing in leaps and bounds, but we were always sharing with one another, right? We were always sharing with one another. We're sharing what we're learning. We're sharing what we're experiencing. We're doing that together. Uh, one of the things that I recommend to all couples that's something that's been so helpful for my husband and I through any of all, all any and all of this is that we have a weekly date We've done this, I think, for over 10 years now. A weekly date where we're talking about our marriage stuff, our family stuff with the kids, our business stuff, like everything. And we're just, everything goes on the table of the things that we need to discuss right then. It helps us stay ahead of things. It helps us to know which things that we need to be praying, you know, praying and seeking God about. It's helping us just to avoid a lot of things that we would not avoid if we weren't very intentional about that communication. And so I think that's helped us both in our spiritual growth as well, because we have so many great conversations during those times too, about just some of the things that we're experiencing and, and how we apply those things to our kids and to our lives and to our businesses and that kind of thing. So we've really, we've really grown up together, even though we have our own kind of growth and our relationships with God, we're always sharing them with one another. So that helps us to grow together. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then seeing that play out, I mean, like, okay, well, now here's how we're, we are going to walk this out in these different spheres. Yeah, exactly. So we don't look at anything in a box, like everything goes across everything. And so that's why we make sure that, that we're always communicating about all of it. And if we're talking, we can easily see where, okay, we're doing this over here. How does that apply you know, how can we do better over here? You know, how do we apply, how do we apply that principle here? How do we apply what God said there? You know, how do we apply the Holy Spirit's leading us over there? You know, so, so that's been really helpful. I think it's just an ongoing conversation. It really is a very intentional ongoing conversation. Um, I would love to hear um, also how, you know, maybe an example of how that's played out in your parenting um, just the idea of, okay, grace, parenting with grace. Yes. Uh, instead of <laughs> anything else. <laughs> yes. So part of this whole doing anything by God's grace is being led by the spirit of God, right? Like that's, the, that's, that's key being led by the spirit of God. And so in my parenting, man, listen, I'm like, every kid's so different and every kid requires a whole different set of skills, right? But I thank God for Holy Spirit because like my oldest daughter is so cool. She's so chill. You know, she was like the easiest kid ever, you know, to, to raise. And then my middle, it was like, man, she was like me, but to the 
a hundredth power, like unrec like I can see the root of it is like me, but then it's like complete, it shows up differently because it's like the exponential version of me, you know? <laughs> and it's like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, I don't, the way this is showing up, I don't know how to, I don't, Lord, what do I do with this? How do I do this? And when I tell you, I get, Holy Spirit is so good. Like just will give you on the spot advice on how to deal with a challenge that's right in front of your face. You know, I have situations with my middle where it's just like, okay, Lord, if I'm operating out of what I really want to say and what I really want to do right now, it's going to come off. A, it's going to come off in a way that would, that could break her right? That could break because she's so sensitive. Right? <clears throat> so I don't want to say something. I could say the same thing to my oldest daughter and it wouldn't, it would just, it would have done the job and wouldn't have impacted her at all. But the same exact words to my middle would have her just like crushed. Right. And so Holy Spirit, how do I deal with the situation? What do I say to her now? Obviously this is a frustration. Obviously I need a discipliner. So what are we going to do and how do I do this? And like the Lord will give me like wisdom in the moment, you know? Wisdom, like, and the moment of a thing to say or a thing not to say, right? <laughs> Often, <laughs> a thing not to say or a thing to say so that I can be more effective. You know, he gave me a strategy with my middle. Uh, like, she'd shut down in conversation. Like, you know, I, you know my, my oldest, she'll talk. We could talk about anything, anytime, talk through it, no problem. Middle, she shuts down completely shuts down and shuts down. She shuts down fast too. It doesn't take much. And so I was like, okay, well, I need to have a conversation with her. Like, what are we going to do? Holy Spirit gave me this idea to get this journal, right? She likes to write. So do I. She likes to write. So there was conversations that I could not, I kept trying to force having them with her and it was unsuccessful and I couldn't figure out why. And then I really felt like he started to give me insight into why, but it still wasn't fixing the fact that she wasn't communicating with me. But then he gave me the strategy of, right? Give her this journal, right? Give her this journal, let her write it down so she doesn't have to stand in front of you and try to express herself and be fearful of how you're going to respond to her or whatever. She can just write it out, put it right there by your door and keep moving, right? And so like little things like that, where it's like where you can just get strategy, you know, because every kid is so different. And this youngest one, oh my gosh, like she's about to be two tomorrow. I, like she's a whole nother beast. Like I'm like, Lord, Thank you, Jesus, for just wisdom and insight because these kids are so different. And then the other thing the Lord's been really awesome and helping with is how do you take those things that are on the inside of them, even the things that show up in kind of a weird way that you're like, hmm, I'm not, you know, I'm seeing that the root of this is something good that God's put on the inside of her, but how do we, Lord, show me how to direct that so that it's still useful and I'm not crushing the gift that you place on side of you're not crushing who you've created her to be but helping her to sh shift you know shift it or to you know those types of things that's stuff that i just i'm just not that smart like i'm pretty smart i got really great grades in school and stuff like that but like i'm just not that smart in those areas without him that i we, we there would be a lot more arguments in this house there would be a lot more shouting in this house there would just you know because you just be beating yourself up you know beating against the wall trying to trying to have a conversation that's just never going to happen you know? So I really thank God for just, for just like wisdom in a moment. And that's what allows you to just kind of flow in his grace. It's just like, because you have access to his wisdom, you have access to his spirit, which will shut you up or have you speak or redirect your words or whatever. And, and that makes all the difference in the world. So there's not strife in our house, you know, there's no strife here. It's, it's, it's love. And even the hardest, and even the hard stuff, we can work through it, um, by his grace. And that's because of him.
him, not because of not because of me, you know, yeah. <laughs> because of his wisdom, because I would have screwed it up. I love that. The, the freedom that comes with that. It's like, okay, it's so well, I don't have to stress over all of this. It just, the Lord will give wisdom. He really, he really does. He really does. And I think that's, I mean, when you talk about just seek first, like, no, for real, like seek first, because it's just, it, it, it really takes a lot of the stress off. You know, uh, there is a scripture, um, it's Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. And it's the one where Jesus talks about how his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And I'd heard it a gazillion times, but there was this one time about six years ago or so where I heard the message translation of that scripture. And it says, are you tired, worn out, burnt down on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. You know, walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I'll never lay anything ill-fitting or heavy on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And when I heard that step, I was like, oh Jesus, that sounds so good. Like that sounds, show me the unforced rhythms of grace. Like I want to learn that. I want to know what that looks like. Show me how to live freely and lightly. And I'm telling you, when I said, show me that, it's like, that's been life now. So it's just, that's how I, that's just how I flow. That's how I operate. And when, I, when I'm coming against something that's feeling like, not like that, I'm like, all right, Jesus, this is yours. Like, what are we doing? So that we can get back to doing this, whatever this is by the power of your grace, you know? And that's what it's been for me. It's, it's just, it's a much, it's a much, um, I love this way of living way more than the way I was living before. <laughs> I really do. It just means that even in the hard things, there's still so much peace. There's still joy. There's still, you know, it's, it's just completely different. I just, I, I love God. I can't imagine. I really can't imagine. Um, I just can't imagine anything mm -hmm. else. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. 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 Um, I would also uh, love to hear how this has played out with um, just community and the body of Christ. And yeah. so, you know, now we've talked about your family, but, yeah. um, even in just a little broader scope than that. Sure. No community is, I mean, community is everything. So I'm, I'm really big on community. That's one of the, that's actually probably one of my favorite things about kingdom driven entrepreneur is the, is the community, right? Because when you're walking, when you're walking life out, it's like, we need each other, you know? And, and I am so, I am so deeply aware that I need my brothers and sisters, you know? Um, and so to me, I don't know, I've always have been as someone who had like had a lot of, I always enjoyed friendships and I, I've never been, even though I'm a, a, I'm an introvert, I still love relationship. I still love friendships. You know, I'll still go out with my girlfriends, you know, I'll do those types of things. I've always enjoyed those, but I have a different and a deeper appreciation for that. Now, when I had a shift in how I lived my life at all different kinds of areas to realizing how important it's, especially if you're like going to live a life where you're like out of radical faith, radical obedience like sometimes you feel like you're a crazy person like for real like like no I, I i feel crazy sometimes you know so it's good to be around some folks that like they're like no you're the right type of crazy like yeah you're crazy but you know but you're but you're a good kind of crazy right you know it's like i need that right and and i and i'm and I'm, I'm glad that i have an opportunity to provide that for a lot of others too to be able to facilitate community uh, for others, because sometimes you know, it can feel really lonely when you're deciding, when you're saying, hey, I mean, some, I mean, I mean, even in Christian circles, right? Because 
sometimes you can say like you're led, led by Holy Spirit or something and folks are looking at you. Your brothers and sisters in Christ might even be looking at you kind of crazy, right? Some of them will, right? And so it's really important to just, it's so important to have community of like mind and of like heart that, you know, you're willing to sharpen each other. Uh, we don't care about denominational walls. We don't care about any of that stuff. We just all love Jesus, right? And that we can just grow together. There's things that are inside of others that unlock something for me. There's something on the inside of me that unlocks something for others. And when we open ourselves up to community, which I'm told, I've all, that's just something that has become very naturally for me. Um, it really makes a difference. There's a lot of things that, would, that I can't say that I'd be doing today or having had experience today if it weren't for a community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you say to someone who's listening to this conversation and they're like, I want that. Like, I want that relationship with God, but that's not what I have. <laughs> um, yeah. How would you encourage them? Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what, I mean, for what it was for me was just like, it was a cry out to God for just like, I want to experience more of you. Like I, I, I love you. I know you love me. And I, but this relationship that we've got going on here, I know, I know that you, I know that there's more to you that I'm not experiencing. Right. Everything for me, it came out of just a hunger for more. And he, I have not found any, any hunger that he can't satisfy right? I haven't, I have not found one, right? So it's like, so if we're coming to him, I, my recommendation would be just to be really honest with them. You know, it's like, I desire to experience more of you, you know, whatever that looks like. Right. And I also, I also suggest just kind of breaking out of a traditional routine. So some people like maybe like their routine is, well, I crack open my Bible every morning and I read, you know, one chapter a day and, and that's what I do. And so that's my relationship with God. And, but I want more. Okay. Well, then I'd say break out of that routine. Maybe one day you don't read a chapter. Maybe one day you just sit and you talk to him. Maybe one day you put on some worship music and just sit. Maybe one day you just write out a whole list of things that you are so grateful to God about and just give him praise that day. Like just a break out of just monotonous type of routine and it could be like some people like they experience God a lot when they're in nature right so I'd say go take some more walks talk with God on some more walks right like I think we just have to take our relationship with him out of a box you know growing in intimacy it's all based on how he's created you and how he's communicating with you right and so if we kind of break outside of the boxes of what are the good Christian things to do to develop in relationship with him I think we start to experience more of him in those ways I can definitely say that's been the case for me awesome um another thing I would love to hear what the Lord is teaching you right now you know what's something that he's teaching you right now right now like literally like right now (laughs) one of the things that I'm that I am learning right now and this has actually been a process over i'd say the last handful of months and it's still happening right now is he was he's been teaching me about stewarding the unseen and when i say that what i mean is a lot of times we talk about stewardship from perspective of okay this is what's in my hand and this is what i have how do i steward it well and he's been showing me like how do i steward things that i don't see like how do i steward my faith how do i steward like the things that like he's showing me things that i that are like it's like done in the spirit but i don't see it yet like how am i stewarding that what does that look like for me and so for me that's been a lot of stretching right now and having to like really believe god that that there's things that i'm having to do that are really uncomfortable and i mean this mostly in a business context but sometimes personal too but there's some steps that i have to take that are really 
really uncomfortable where I have to believe God to show up big, but it'll be in something he already said it's done, but I'm having to stretch and I don't see it. I don't see it in front of me, but I've still got to steward my faith. And what does that look like? You know, what's the step that I need to take? You know, what, what's that thing that I need to do? And I'm in that, it's, I'm in that phase. Like he'll say to me, don't do your math, do my math. Do kingdom math on this one. Stop doing your math. You're doing your math again. Don't do your math. Do my math, right? So some of the things that I've been dealing with now are just like doing a lot of kingdom math, for real. Like, and, and, and kingdom math looks like when you've got, you know, a handful of loaves and a handful of fish and it feeds a multitude of people with leftovers, right? That's what kingdom math looks like. Kingdom math is like you got a little bit of oil, you can fill up a whole lot of jugs with it, right? I mean, it's, it's different. It's not... I mean, even in, even in the circles and Christian stewardships, financial stewardship circles, it's still about stewarding what you have and stewarding it well. So it's another dimension of that to steward what you don't see, right? And so that's, that's something that he is teaching me about on a regular basis. It is not just theoretical, it is experiential. And, um, and I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for the stretching because I, I think it's really important for us to operate in a way where it's like, you know, there's, there's the economy of this world and then there's heaven's economy and heaven and what heaven has is so much greater than what the world has to offer. And we are invited even now to live in that way. And that's not just a financial statement. That's in a lot of various ways. Right. So that's what I'm just, I'm just looking to, to experiencing more of that, you know, in every area of my life It's just more of heaven in my life, period, whatever that looks like. That's awesome. Yeah. That just keeps reminding me of walking by faith and not by yeah. sight, you know, that's right. <laughs> if you're focused on just what you see, um, and even like you're talking about it specifically with stewardship, but yes, um, it's okay. No, let's, let's operate in the realm of faith instead yes. of what you see. That's right. That's right. And it's, it's funny because I mean, and if you think about finances, it's like counting the cost is also biblical, right? Count the cost. That's biblical, but also biblical is, you know, it's operating my faith. So it's like, so it's one of those things where it's just like, it's learning how to, how to live out the truth of both of those things and, you know, and walking that out. And, um, and it's been a really good journey, but I think it's a necessary one because, you know, all of us, you know, when God puts a dream on your heart, it's, it's never, it can't be done without him anyway. It's like, there's no way you're going to get, I don't care what the dream is. If it's a God-given dream, you're not doing it by yourself. You're not doing it on your own. It would crush you in the process of even trying, right? And so being able to learn to how to tap into his, his supply is, um, I think it's key to all of this stuff. Thank you so much for sharing. I've, yeah, I've for loved this me. conversation. <laughs> Thanks um, for having me. It's been fun. Could you uh, go ahead and let people know where they can go to find out more about you and what you're doing? Sure. The best place to go is kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com because when you go there, it'll link you to everything we've got going on, books, podcasts, and our community and mentoring and all of that stuff. But that's the good place, the best place to go, kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com. All right. Thank you so much, Shay. Thanks, Steph. As you were listening to this podcast, you felt like the Lord brought something to mind that he wants you to do. If that sounds like you, then I have something for you. We have a monthly paid community specifically for women who feel called to more. 
My goal is to encourage you, to strengthen you, to build you up as you seek to obey whatever the Lord is calling you to do. Whether that is to write a book, to start a business or go in a new direction with your current business, to start a podcast or a YouTube channel, or to help a specific group of people that the Lord has put on your heart. Or maybe you feel called to more, but you're not quite sure what that would look like yet. Whatever he is calling you to do, I want to walk with you through that process. As you seek to do it not just for him in your own strength and wisdom, but to do it with him, following his lead and relying on him every step of the way. For more details, go to createdforstrength.com slash community. And right now, you'll also get a Created for Strength t-shirt with your first month's membership. Woohoo, a t-shirt! Now, I know that if the Lord is calling you to more, then this group will be helpful to you in knowing how to walk this thing out with him and in his strength. So go to createdforstrength.com community to get the t-shirt and to check out the community.